All right, guys, welcome to episode 124 of the, uh, the Cabo Fish Taco podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by Cabo Fish Taco. I'm a uh, potential customer, Tyler. <laughs> and uh, and we have recurring customer, Ever Castro. Ever Castro. <laughs> um, uh, Here's this week brought we to talk- you by Cabo, like I said, the Cabo Fish Taco presents Ever Castro Cabo Fish Taco. Sponsored by uh, sponsored by GMC for the Hummer EV. Um, <laughs> uh, this week we talk about um, Andor season one. Uh, we talk about Glass Onion, uh, mm-hmm. Bones and All, some Archer Warrior, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. We talk about uh, the World Cup and how we completely fucking biffed it and <laughs> forgot it existed. Um, and then we the we the U.S. collectively biffed it. Um, then mm. we uh, we talk about Cowboys being great again. Uh, we talk about a possible trip to uh, a Knicks game for the first time in Charlotte, where Cabo Fish Taco resides. <laughs> and uh, you know we talk about the hype behind Avatar: The Way of Water, um, and and how we the illustrious. Different Animals Podcast brought to you by Cabo Fish Taco. <laughs> Could have gotten a screener copy and failed dramatically. But Who first. knew? So as usual, we'll start with uh, some things we've been watching. Um, I'll let you start on this one. Yeah. You have a little more than I do. Yeah. So um, it's been, uh, I think, two weeks since we last recorded. So I got a couple things, especially due to the holidays. Um, but I'll start with, let me start with the big movie that should be out right around when people are listening to this episode, which is uh, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Oh, no, maybe it's a Knives Out. Yeah, a Knives Out Mystery. So this is the sequel to uh, 2019's Knives Out, by written and directed by Ryan Johnson, um, starring Daniel Craig. And this one is also written by, uh, written and directed by Ryan Johnson, also starring Daniel Craig. Hmm? Isn't there a Knives Out too? Yeah. Hmm? Well, this so, is Knives Out. This is the sequel. So this is the sequel to Knives Out 2, so this is the third one? No, no, no. So it's uh, Knives Out, and then this is the Knives Out sequel, the, the, the second one. Oh, I thought there was already like a Knives Out two also. Mm, oh no 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 mm-mm. no yeah so they, yeah the first one came out uh, three years ago and then this is the first sequel and I think they have one more planned or Netflix bought two of them. Oh, okay, after the okay. first one came out, so there's gonna be one more of these guaranteed ish, especially depending on how this one does. Um, okay. So this one once again starts uh, stars uh, Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. The detective, the world class detective, and it's a different type of mystery. So this time, you know, he it's a murder mystery that takes place in in Greece. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was pretty great. You know, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, have you seen the first one? No, nah, it's on my list. That's like on my. Uh, it's on my more uh, urgent part of my list, which is uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's definitely something I want to see, uh, and I am more likely to see before I see a bunch of the other things on my infinite list. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it's fantastic. It, it's really, really great. Um, and it's it's got a star-studded cast, and everybody does great. But Anna, it's kind of the movie that sort of put Anna de Armas on on, uh, on the spotlight. She was like the you know, brought her, you know, she was in a couple roles before, but this was like the movie that you know sort of put her put her on the map. Um, okay. And so then this one's a whole new cast, whole new mystery, you know. But it's still just as star-studded. Yeah, Dave Batista, Ed Norton, Kate. Um, oh, what's her name? Kate. I forget her last name. Um, but uh, Janelle Monet, uh, a bunch of other people. <clears throat> um, and uh, it's pretty, it's really great. Um, I, I, I'm not going to go into the details of the mystery, of course. I'm not going to go into the, you know, sort of you know, the, the, the specifics. But, I, you know, it, it's just as fun as the first one. It has a completely different kind of look to it. Um, what I mean by that is that the first one is sort of takes place in I think like a New England house. So most of the movie is pretty cloudy. It's sort of like this like sort of fall movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's much more um, like, yeah, like something like you'd see in Massachusetts or Connecticut. And this is like completely different, right? This is like on an island in Greece. So it's a bright sunshine the whole time. Um, so it, it looks different, but it still looks like a movie. Like it, it doesn't look like these like fucking Netflix movies that look like, you know, all digital right. and, and sleek and shit. But um, yeah, I mean, everybody puts in a great performance as always. Um, Janelle Monet, I think, is is the probably the MVP of the movie. I thought she was fantastic, especially because the mo- she doesn't really come into her own. I would say until like about like the halfway point, but then from the halfway point onward, it's kind of her movie. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, the mystery is great. You know, it, it sort of keeps you guessing, and, and especially the motives. You know, because it follows the same sort of whodunit thing, right? Where somebody gets murdered and everybody's a suspect because everybody had a reason to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. But this movie sort of goes back and forth as to, you know, they go, well, you know, everybody had a reason to kill him. But then the movie also goes, but everybody also had a reason to protect him. And it sort of keeps going back and forth between those two. And that's awesome because it keeps you guessing. You, you keep thinking like, well, like, it could have been that guy. But my buddy, he was right there. Right? Or why would he do it? You know, because it could have been like that. You know what I'm saying? So you just right. keep going back and forth um, in a mystery. But uh, but yeah, it, so it was in theaters for a week, basically from Thanksgiving, from like the, the, that Wednesday before Thanksgiving through the following Tuesday. And I managed to squeeze in, squeeze it in before I left theaters. But it was only in theaters for a week because that's the only one that Netflix, that's the only thing that Netflix gave it. Um, but it'll be on Netflix. Yeah, it's so dumb. They're just leaving money on the table because it was a huge hit. I mean, well, you know, relatively speaking, right? It was only in 600 theaters, but the average was something approaching, you know, like a big blockbuster, like something like, uh, what was the, uh, Doctor Strange, right? Like that kind of like per theater average, which is nuts. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be in theater. It'll be on Netflix on the 23rd, I believe. So it's that's what, yeah, the Friday before uh, Christmas Eve. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely check it out. It, it, it's a, it's not long. It's like two ten, two fifteen. but could it, it could have easily been like two. Like I can, I, you know, I could, I can see some, some snippets here there where I've been like, that's eh, not really needed. Just snip like little, like little, like minute here, minute there throughout the movie to make it really tight and really lean. Um, but overall it's, it's, it's a really great time. So if you like the first one, check it out. If you didn't watch the first one, check this one out. You don't, you, yeah, I would say, um, you don't. I don't think you would need to watch the first one to watch this one because it's a whole new mystery. And all you need to know about Daniel Craig is that he's like a world-class detective, right? Like that's like Mm -hmm. in everything that comes with him, like you learn that immediately in the first one and you learn it immediately in this one. Like there's no like, oh my God, I have, you know, there's no Batman in the alleyway. He's a new franchise. He's a new IP James Bond. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a, yeah, it's like a, he he's gonna he's he's his own brain. He's like Sherlock Holmes, right? You, right. All you need to know is that he's a fucking master detective who sees everything all right away, like Hercule Poirot, uh, right? Like you, you mm-hmm. that's all you need, right? Um, but but both of them are delights, and it's awesome that he got to make these um movies. Um, it's, and he got it's a fucking weird. shit ton of money to make them. It's weird to me that. Uh, of course, I haven't seen either of them, so it it may not. Maybe it's not weird, but like, man, I think about like, all right. So Daniel Craig was in James Bond. That's clearly, I mean, that's his most famous role, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. But his James Bond is like the least like slick and suave of all of them, right? He's the most like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm just push your shit in. Um, yeah. But and then like the only other thing I think I've seen him in. I'm gonna try and look up his movies real quick, but is Logan Lucky, and he's just like kind mm-hmm. of this doofy Southern, you know what I mean, like yeah. <laughs> like a jail guy. Um, I'm looking at his other movies. I mean, he really, was in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the American version. I've he never was great seen that. One. That one's great. I've never seen that. So I guess uh, based on what I have seen, which isn't much of his work, but like he does not strike me as the guy that when you're trying to cast a like ultimate detective, like that's just not who I imagined you cast or like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, and it sounds like he's great in the role. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. based on, uh, the fact that I got a sequel and they've both been renewed and he's the main character. Uh, but like, like I said, it's just not, I just can't imagine that he is like when Ryan Johnson was writing this part, like visually, I can't imagine he was like Daniel Craig. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like maybe Daniel Craig came in for the audition, absolutely fucking murdered it. You know what I mean? And like he was like, "Holy shit, this is the answer." But like in your head, I just feel like when I think detective, I mean, mm-hmm. like it's, I'm sure it's just I'm gonna say confirmation bias. But that's not the right word. But like, I think Robert Downey Jr. And I'm sure that's just because I have seen Sherlock Holmes. But like the mm-hmm. same level of just like I'm just super suave, slick guy. You know what I mean? Like that's who I expect. Um, but yeah, either way, uh, I'm definitely excited to watch it. The, the, uh, I, I had some time off I had to use. So the week between Christmas and New Year's, I'm off. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to watch, I'll, I'll watch, fuck, I got some viewing I have to do. So I've got, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got Knives Out, Glass Onion, Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, um, and then uh, I I ordered something online and it gave me a free mm-hmm. thirty day trial of Apple TV Plus. So I'm like, fuck! Oh, and nice. that week I got to fit in Ted Lasso somewhere. I got to fit in Severance. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I got a whole bunch of fucking watching to do in that. And in you gotta that, schedule uh, week. it out. You could be like, all right, on twenty sixth, I'm gonna watch Top Gun. All right, I watch two episodes watch. of Severance. I I eat lunch. I take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm running around the house like I'm running late. Like, uh but yeah so Mm. that's uh i'm definitely gonna be watching those for sure nice nice, Um, nice. Um, uh, i'm gonna talk uh, about one one thing i watched just because mm -hmm. i I had a uh a through line here you said Mm -hmm. that the first knives out takes place in like the northeast yeah i like i think like it it just feels like the whole movie's like cloudy it's like rainy it's like I mean, it only takes place over a couple of days, so it's like, but it's sort of, yeah, that sort of like big mansion in the Northeast kind of thing, yeah. Okay, so what I thought of, well, the moment you said that, like, is I, uh, 
I had watched this a while ago and we briefly talked about it, but I hadn't, mm-hmm. I forgot to talk about it on the podcast, but, um, my dad and my wife and I watched Warrior with, uh, Tom Hardy, uh, I cannot remember that other dude's name. Uh, it's, uh, Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. And Nick Nolte, right? Nick Nolte? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... First of all, the movie was great, but like the moment, and I mean the moment this fucking movie starts, it just like pans through some, like on a street and you see some houses. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like Pennsylvania, like New, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. This is, mm-hmm. this is like Pennsylvania, like upper, like Northeast, mid- Midwest, maybe a In little Boston-y, bit. Probably. Yeah. 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 He was like, yeah. yeah. Like, like instantly. Uh, it's weird because I couldn't even, like, I have an idea. Like, it's houses that are, like, small but vertical. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, generally, yeah, like, like a tight street. kind of. Right. There's usually cars on the street because there's not, like, parking. You know what I mean? Like, and so maybe that's all it takes to give it away. But, like, the moment I saw it, I was like, boom, Philadelphia. Like, it's such a weird... I don't think I have that with any other place, I think. You know what I mean? Like, like you could show me anywhere, and I'd be like, I don't know. Like, like you could show me a ranch house, and I'd be like, I don't know, North Carolina, Texas, I don't know. You know what I mean? But, like, that specific style is, like, so clearly, like, Northeast. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, it was just, you said it was, and it was, like, cloudy. I was like, oh, this is fucking Warrior. Um, so, uh, I, did, I watched Warrior. It was great. Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy's great. Um, uh, Joel Edgerton's really good. N- Nick Nolte's really good. Um, the the so the first time so they they go to that tournament right, and before they go to the tournament, um, there's a scene where they're talking about this guy from Russia that's gonna absolutely just fuck like he's the guy that's gonna terrorize the whole joint right. Mm-hmm. And it's on the TV, and the wife's like, you're going to fight him? And he's like, eh, I was like, what do I got to do, right? But, like, it shows the guy, and it, like, it's blurry because he's, like, running up to the camera, and he's, like, giving the camera some crazy eyes. And so that's all I noticed. And then when you go to the actual tournament, and he finally starts walking out for the first time, I'm like, is that fucking Kurt Angle? <laughs> like, oh, is it? Yeah, the Russian dude is Kurt Angle. Bro. <laughs> uh, I kind it's of forgot Kurt Angle, that. and he's in that screen. He's giving you the fucking classic Kurt Angle crazy eyes, bro. Like he, he it's it's Kurt Angle. It kills me so much. Uh-huh. And it's the it's the Booker. I want to have sex with your wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the face <laughs> he's giving, bro. Um, and uh, but anyways, what killed me is like, you know, obviously, like you. You can't show, like, real MMA. I mean, you you can show some. But, like, if you did, like, super realistic MMA shit, it, like, every little fight clip would take too long because it'd be, like, dudes, like, feeling each other out and, like, grappling on the ground. So, like, you get these, like... What's the word I'm looking for here? Like, uh, exaggerated versions of what each person is. Um, Like, Tom Hardy's character kills me, bro. The moment he starts fighting, it's the most hilarious shit. And, like, not in a bad, like, stupid way. But, like, he runs in, he fucking, like, throws, like, 15 punches in two seconds, knocks the dude out. And then, like, before they can even announce anything, he's, like, shoving the fucking gate open and, like, leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's, like, um, the, he's like the, 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 like, the Mike Tyson or, like, the, 
you know, like the guy who just comes in like a badger and just fucks shit up and leaves. Like he's not tactile at all. Not like right. uh, Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Right, for sure. And but the thing that killed me was I realized it was Kurt Angle, and then every single one of Kurt Angle's like scenes like one of them he does like a batista bomb on a dude and i'm like <laughs> that's hilarious like like you're trying to tell me kurt angle like a dude in mma is doing a batista bomb to another dude and he's like not defending himself at all it should just killed me um but yeah kurt angles in there the the other thing this isn't uh, like i mean uh the guy that tom hardy has to fight is one of them is uh it's just some random guy. He's, like, not one of the important ones. But uh, in real life, he's an MMA fighter. His name was Anthony Johnson. Mm-hmm. I I watched that movie. I was like, that's a real MMA fighter. And I was like, who is it? And I was like, is that Anthony? And then my dad was like, it's Anthony Johnson. I was like, cool. Literally that. So, I, I mean, this movie's been out for how long? Like, like 10 years, I think. 2011, 20, 20, 2012, I think. Um, right. So, so I watched that movie, just a weird coincidence, that MMA fighter died that weekend. Like, literally, like, I watched that movie on Friday night, and then, like, mm-hmm. Sunday morning, I read that he was dead, and I was like, bro, I, and he hadn't fought in forever. Like, he had been retired for at least five, six years. So, like, I had completely forgot he existed, saw him in a movie, dead that weekend. I was like, what the Jeez. fuck is this, bro? <laughs> yeah, I just looked on the Wikipedia page because I was on the Wikipedia page for the movie looking at the time. And I was like, yeah, yeah no, or the year. I was like, November 13th, 2022. Holy shit. Yeah. So, um, but anyways. Uh, he died yeah, of... Overall, it's great. Nick Nolte is incredible. And I, I, I we talked about this and how he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Oh. And... Yeah, uh, um, sorry, continue. Sorry. No, nah, Nick Nolte was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And... I like looked up who won because he didn't win, and I was like, "Damn!" Because he put in a really good performance. Some motherfucker I've never heard of for some movie I've never heard of. Like, <laughs> and I asked my dad about it, and I was like, "Yeah, it was like basically a lifetime achievement award." And then you you told me the same thing, basically like he'd been good for so long that like eventually we yeah. had to give him one. It was, and he was uh, Christopher time. Plummer, right? I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, Christopher Christopher Plummer, but um. Man, uh, yeah, Nick Nolte's incredible, and like the whole time he's doing like the Moby Dick thing. I like, I was like, fuck. I, the, the thing is, I've never read Moby Dick, mm-hmm. I, and I only extremely loosely know what it's about. I know, like, I know the characters, right? And that's not hard because there's two. Um, but, <laughs> but like, um, I was like, there's got to be some obvious symbolism there. So I like looked it up, and I was like, oh, that's that's nice. Um, so that. It's it was a very um, basic premise, and, and like nothing is. There's no crazy twists, really. I mean, there's like one kinda. Um, yeah, I guess there's one, but it's not even like. I don't really know how to explain. It. It's not a crazy twist in the way like other movies have twists. Um, yeah, but I... it still just executes. Um, the craziest thing that my dad pointed out to me that he had noticed about it, uh, I guess over the times he's watched it, is that um, Joel Edgerton and... Did I say that right? Edger, Edgerton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Him and Tom Hardy are brothers in the movie, like estranged brothers. Mm-hmm. But they're like clearly the two main characters. And they don't meet. Like they don't have a scene together, like a real scene together 
until the scene like on the beach, I guess. And that's mm-hmm. like, I don't know how long that movie is, but it's like two thirds of the way through the movie before they like meet for the first time. And it doesn't feel it. Like it doesn't feel like I have this long drawn out um, build up. It like feels natural. And so like it, it just, it struck me as odd that I didn't notice it. Right, like that seems like one of those things that maybe you know, an hour in you're like, holy shit, has that happened? Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean. But like, you met, yeah, yeah. It's so. like an um, uh, have you ever seen the Fifth Element? No, I have not. That's um, uh, Thurman. Uh, no, it's uh, no. Bruce Willis and uh, Mila Jovovich and Chris. Okay, I get Pepper Mila Jovovich and... and Uma Thurman mixed up sometimes. I don't know why. Yeah, and it uh, has uh, Gary Oldman, but Gary Oldman and Bruce Willis are like he's the hero, and Gary Oldman's the antagonist. He's, like, the main bad guy. And I don't think they ever have a scene together, right? Or, like, they don't, like, interact, like, at all. But he's, they're, like, villain each other. I think they, like, they're, like, in the same scene once, but not, never in the same, like, shot with each other. So it's like that. It's like, it's right. like, oh, and it, it's only afterward, like, after I heard learn that fact, you know, years later, after I watched the movie, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they don't. You know, it's just because they both do such a good job of being, you know, their characters that you just kind of assume that they had just from what the movie gives you. Right. The movie's kept you invested enough that, like, it, it, there's no reason to even notice it. Um, mm-hmm. Which I feel like is a pretty, just, like, good sign. You know what I mean? If you're not noticing weird things about the movie as you're watching it, it means you're, you've are you bought in. Um, but, yeah. Um, Warrior, decent. The other thing was, is it came out the either the same year or, like, the year after The Fighter. And... Does that sound right? The uh, With Christian Bale and... Yeah, the fighter was. Uh, did you say a year later? The warrior might have came out a year later than the fighter. Oh uh, yeah, warrior uh, fighter was uh, twenty ten, and then warrior was twenty eleven. Okay, and, so, and they're both very like, similar. I think they're both very like. Um, I I prefer the fighter over it just because I think the performances are a little bit more varied. You have like, like a little nuanced bit nuanced like, and know, varied, and yeah, you have like the mom who's like larger than life character and then you have you know Wahlberg who's like kind of like just really quiet and then you have of course you have fucking awesome Christian Bale in it um but I think they're both like the peak of like sports movies right I think Mm -hmm. when I was texting you about it I was like that's like the best kind of movie that you can get like sports movie you can get is Warrior and well you know and then also The Fighter where it's like I mean, the fight is more of a drama but this I say Warrior fits more into like a Rocky or like Remember the Titans or um, yeah, miracle or you know, like where where you know what's gonna happen or uh, what's the the football one? Uh, Friday Night Lights, where like at the end you know what happens, what happens, but then it does it so well that at the end you honestly you're like, oh fuck, which one's gonna win? Bridge, you know, you you could see either brother winning, right? Right, for sure. And so, but I had never watched Warrior because, and I actually, it's funny when I was looking up something about Warrior, I saw a thing that said the thought that I had at the time, um, is that, like, I guess, and maybe it's just because at the time there was some, like, tension in general between, like, boxing fans and MMA fans. So, like, a boxing movie came out that was excellent, and then the next year an MMA movie came out, and I was like, I I remember just feeling like this is just gonna be, like, a knockoff of the fighter. Like, I don't know if the real-life tension also seeped into, like, the brain of, like, people viewing it but i saw someone else Mm -hmm. have that same not that they agreed with that but that like they had also put off watching that movie or went into that movie thinking it was just going to be a knockoff of like the fighter just an mma version 
Um, and that's actually why I didn't see it when it came out. Like I had, I remember having friends that were like, it's great. And I was like, eh, you know what I mean? Like I've already seen that movie in my head. Um, mm-hmm. but it was, it was, it's a different experience for sure. Um, so definitely go and watch it if that's something you'd be interested in. No, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's fantastic. And it's, um, like I said, one of the better, best sports movies of the last maybe 10 years, 10, 15 years. Um, and it's, like I said, it's just like, you know, it, it doesn't. It's a creed. That's another one. A creed it doesn't reinvent the wheel. It doesn't try to change anything. It doesn't subvert expectations. It doesn't really do anything that I would say is like, wow, I can't believe that's never been done before. It just does it so fucking well. It's like, mm-hmm. we know, we talked about all these horror movies the last couple of years where, you know, you just go, well, you know, Barbarian is just the best kind of horror movie that you can get, right? It's the peak of, of that. It doesn't mean it's going to win, like, a bunch of Oscars. It doesn't mean it's going to change the world. It's not a new kind of, you know, Mad Max Fury Road. It does, you don't go, holy shit, I've never seen that before. You just go, that is, like, the lean, leanest, best version of that. And I think that's um, Warrior. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, uh, definitely, definitely check that out. Um, so what what else have you watched? Yeah, so I'll I'll finish up mine up. I got a uh, let me see. I got two movies and two shows, but I'll just do one show and then I'll go through the other ones real quick. Um, but I finished I started and finished Andor season 1. So this is the newest um Star Wars show on Disney Plus after mm-hmm. you know they had The Mandalorian, no two seasons of The Mandalorian, they had an Obi-Wan show, they had a Boba Fett show. And then I think they had a couple animated ones. But um, so far, I would say that they've been fine. I think there's been some high points, including the first season of The Mandalorian, which I thought was pretty great. And then season two, I, kind of, I thought kind of fell into some some member berries that I was like, really? Like, we, we were building something new here. And you guys just fall <laughs> back and bullshit. And then Boba Fett was fine. And then Obi-Wan was fine. But this one, Andor, this is the real deal. This is what, when you watch this, you go, I get it now, right? Because this is a show that is actually legitimately great. And um, all the other ones, I would say, I've talked about them on here before. I've been like, yeah, it's fine. Like, if you're a Star Wars fan, check it out. This is a show that I think, not only is it a great Star Wars, it's the best, easily the best Star Wars show, right? Um, and it's easily, let me think, easily the best Disney Plus show, better than all the MCU ones. And not only that, it's actually, like, one of the best just shows on TV, like, this year, like, period. Um, so what it is, is, um, Andor is played by Diego Luna and he is a character from a prequel called Rogue One that came out six years ago. And in that movie, he fights for the revolution. You know, he's, he's against the empire, but he's sort of, um, he's the third lead. He's just kind of the guy who our main heroine, who's kind of like a girl who doesn't really care. She's just, I just trying to save my father, like that kind of thing until she, you know, realizes what she's fighting for because of Diego Luna. He's the guy who's like, no, you got to fight for the revolution. You got to see, you know, you, you have to see the rebellion. You have to see like what, what, what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then in this one, he is her where he's just this thief who's just trying to make it by. And the show is trying to show you, you know, through the course of the whole series, season one ended the order of season two, um, through the, through the, however many seasons before we get to the, you know, rogue one part. Um, show you how he sort of got to where he was in that movie. Okay. And so the movie, the show is about him, but I would say it's, it's so much more than that. It sort of shows, you know, what is needed when, what it's like when there is an actual fascist regime, even if it's a space one, what it's like to have it, you know, in most movies that are about fictional regimes or even about real ones, it's already happened, right? It's already there. Um, right. it's already been taken over, right? People just live the way that it goes. 
Um, but this is one where it shows you sort of how slowly the hand closes around freedoms, whether it's you know, police checks or surveillance or police, uh, you know, state police, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it's really, really great. So the, the show is 10 episodes, but the shows are kind of broken up into sort of three episode arcs um, okay. where the first three episodes are like... You know, you get to know Andor, and he almost gets caught for a murder he commits early in um, episode one. And then it's sort of like him, you you sort of meet all the characters, and that's the first arc. Mm-hmm. And in the second one, he gets hired, which is episodes like four through six, he gets hired to be a part of a heist. And so it becomes a heist movie for three episodes. And that heist is awesome, dude. By the time you get to the finale of the heist, it's like, dude, it's, it's, it's incredible. And mm-hmm. then... He gets away from the heist. Well, it's not really a spoiler, but he 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 gets arrested for a reason, and he gets sent to prison. So then you get a prison movie for three to four epi- three four episodes, and then it becomes a prison break movie, and it's That's incredible, cool. dude. So, um, so you basically get like three movies in one, and they're all like the best versions of those things. It's like an incredible heist where it's like you're like watching, you're like holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck, and then you get an incredible prison break. Or a prison movie, and you go, holy shit, holy shit, like this is insane, right? Um, and then the finale, you know, the finale sort of wraps little threads up and ends mm-hmm. nice. But it's incredible, and it's it's really really great. And you get, um, you know, like I said, it, it's it's not you're not even watching Star Wars. Like I think if you were to watch it, you would see things like the stormtroopers, right? You would see the stormtroopers. You would see like the ships that you maybe recognize, even though you haven't, you know, the sort of sort of permeate. Um, popular culture um you would see you know like alien creatures you know but it, it's it, it's all very tactile it's all like down on earth or not I mean it's not earth but it's like very like it's just people living their lives in 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 this um in this world but uh yeah i'd say if you have disney plus pause watching moon Knight or whatever you're watching that <laughs> isn't that great and uh switch to andor um would do you have to have seen Star Wars to to, to like get it? I I don't think so. Um, I think just like I said, just being aware of Star Wars in the world, right, as a thing, is enough. I think. Right. Um, and you sort of pick it up the pieces from from there. But uh, but yeah, dude. If if you gave me like a, I think I tweeted about it the other day. I was like, you know. Somebody was like, so much good TV. And I was like, yeah. And I think I posted a tweet with like four pictures from four shows. I think I I did Barry, um, Severance, Hacks. And then there was one more that I can't remember that was really good too. But I, I, I left off Andor. Andor would have been the next one up, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's in the class right there with Severance or the third season of Barry. Maybe a little bit below. I, I think Barry's the best season i've seen on, on tv this year uh right there with hack season two right there with severance um it was really really good um and uh yeah and they already announced season two um i wanted to, i was gonna tell sydney to watch it with me again i, I mean like, i wouldn't mind watching it again <clears throat> like the whole way through because not only is it great but all the episodes are about a half hour which is Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe one, the, the highest episode, I think, goes up to like 40, 45-ish. But that's, of course, you know, because it's, you know, it, it's a, it's like the big, you know, action set piece one. And then right. I think the finale goes up to like 40 or 50. But it's the finale. But all the other ones, dude, episode one happens and it's like 29 minutes. That's awesome. That's, uh, yeah. man, I don't know. I, I know, I know, I know it's yeah, great, like, but in my head, I'm like, it's fucking Star Wars, though. Like, it is, yeah, not, in yeah, my head, yeah, I'm like, everybody, every motherfucker tells me Star Wars is great, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it doesn't have, it. there's no, like, Jedi, there's no Force, there's no lightsabers. Um, you know, they meant, of course, they mentioned the Empire, but it's just, like, you know, it, it's just space Nazis. Um, they mentioned the Emperor, which is, like, you know, like, the, the Darth Vader. They don't, you never see Vader, you never hear about Vader. It's very, mm-hmm. like, bureaucratic, right? It's very, like... Right. You know, like they do like these surveillance things, and, and it, it does require your attention more. But I think it is very fulfilling by the time you get to the end. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so that's Andor season one, fantastic. Um, oh, and like I was saying, yeah, I was going to watch it again with Sydney, and um, I was like, oh, I could you know watch the series, and then her and I could watch Rogue One. But then I was like, fuck, well, I don't want to do that because I want to. They're having season two, you know, so it's like mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, by the way, here's. Here's, you know, Rogue One, you know, and, um, you know, it, it, that's like the, the, the end of his story when there's like a whole little chunk that's going to come later. So I think once season two comes out and they go, this is the final season, or if it takes, you know, two to three seasons and they go, these are the last ones, then I think her and I will go all the way through it and then um, wrap it up with, with Rogue One, which I think is more, t- Rogue One is more, you know, typical Star Wars. There's like lightsabers and there's like the force and stuff, but this is none of that. This is just very, this is just like, a TV show that just happens to be set in Star Wars. Um, I would also so, like uh, to yeah, say uh, mm-hmm. that um, the stuff I hate about Star Wars is not the that stuff. Um, like, I hate Star Wars because I think the movies are bad. Um, not not because I'm, I'm not over here like nerds, um, but like, I just I I just think like I can't get past a new hope like. it's just so fucking slow and like i just i can't do it and then i'm not gonna watch five without watching four and then i know one is bad and yeah the prequels are three which one which one's the one that's like an abomination is is it three one and two are not great one and two i think you have to look at them with rose tinted glasses uh three is actually pretty solid Bro, I'm super happy about... I'm not super happy, but, like, I have enough nostalgia for one because I watched it as a kid, like, and so mm-hmm. it didn't... Nothing mattered, really, to me, as far as, like, a, as a child, I wasn't like, I need to see four, five, and six first. I was just like, right, right. movie. And, bro, pod racing is lit. There's nothing like there's nothing, right. <laughs> nothing else about it, bro. Pod racing's tight. Um, so I'm, I'm in on uh, one regardless. Uh, but, but, yeah, I just... I can't get to it, so... Man, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean the new ones are great. Um, well, the first two new ones and the third. That's the thing, right? Is that like so? I think four is bad. I ha- I can't watch five or six. I know one and two are considered bad. Three's okay. I know that nine is considered either either eight or nine. I know like you like eight, but like guaranteed within the fan base. People hate one of those movies for sure. Like, people either hate nine or they hate eight. Like, there's, I don't think there's many people that are like, you know, I'm happy with the whole thing. Um, so, I, I just like, 
every time I think about watching, I'm like, but I'm gonna have to go through some fucking duds. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch some shit. I know I'm not gonna like. Um, well, I mean, like, um, I had a, a friend of mine who's a big, he's a huge fan, and he got married recently. And his wife had never seen any of them before, and so he was always like, "We should watch him." She's like, "No, I don't want to watch that shit. I don't want to watch it." And then before they got married, um, he was like, "How about this? You know, when we get married, before our first year anniversary, let's watch all of them." Like, you know, make me a promise that we're going to watch all of them in that first year. And she was like, all right, I can do that. And they actually ended up watching them in like the first month or two, I think. Um, and then after I talked to her, I was like, so what did, so it wasn't that bad, right? And she was like, no, they actually like are just normal movies that just happen to be like fantasy in space, right? Because she, I was right. like, but, but I, I kind of like how I, there's like movies that I watched with Sydney where, Afterwards, she's like, that was surprisingly good. And I was like, I know what you mean, because I can see in your mind, like, sort of what you think it's going to be. Like, we went to see Groundhog Day, and she mm-hmm. was like, that was actually really good. And I was like, yeah, because it's actually, like, a legitimate movie that's just funny. But I can see in your mind that you probably thought it's, like... It was going to be like super a, campy fucking... Like, <laughs> like a fucking Adam Sandler movie, right? Like right. Billy Madison, but, like, oh, I'm repeating the same day. Oh. <laughs> right? Exactly. It, right? So... And, and I told my friend the same thing where I was like, so you probably thought that it was like, get the force, get the gobbledygooks, and we got the jewels from the, from the volcano man, right? <laughs> and it's like, but and she's like, yes, that's exactly. I'm like, yeah, but that, that, that sort of, the thing is that there's like this barrier to entry from expectations. But then when you get in there, you're like, oh, yeah, the reason that these are beloved and people like them so much is because they're actually kind of just like normal movies. There's just like little things that sort of just stretch it a little bit, right? Yeah, um, Lord of the Rings, same idea. Exactly, right, right, right. Like, like, people can orcs? be like, oh, it's elves, right, it's like orcs. And they speak in, in like little, they, they probably speak like little, uh, you know, like, oh, my, my rabbits are jumping on the trees or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, <laughs> like, if you've never seen that, that's what you think, right? You think they're speaking gibberish, but it's really just friends coming together to fight evil right mm-hmm. it's about post-traumatic stress disorder after you save the world and you realize that the world that you saved isn't a world you can live in anymore because you're broken right so it's just very <laughs> simple basic human stuff but people just don't you know, it's hard for people to get into it because it just looks you know it, it you're telling me i gotta like, watch andy circus grovel around <laughs> like, exactly right they'll be like who's this great little character but then you go holy shit it's a man who's been warped by an addiction right so right. Um, I would say, yeah, I, I know you can't watch four, and I, and I agree. I think you and I have talked about before about four. It is just, it's a movie of its time, and it's very slow, especially the first half. Once you get Han Solo, and once you get them on the on the Death Star, and they're trying to um break Leia out, I think that's when the movie sort of picks up its momentum, and you go, okay, I get it now, right? But that first hour to get there is slow. Um, and then Empire Strikes Back is fucking amazing and then return of the jedis okay or i mean people like it i kind of don't love it um but yeah and then one and two i just i i cannot in good conscience say as hugh hugh hello human with limited time on this earth who also is inundated with a wave of content watch episode one and two i just can't right like i just (laughs) it's not something that i can tell somebody to do Three, I think, is 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 solid. I think it's got some of the goofy stuff, but I think it, it's it's good. And then the new ones, uh, seven is a lot of fun. 
eight is a masterpiece and then nine is a piece of crap, right? So what is that? Like you're batting 500, right? <laughs> right. So I think, I, I think it's worth the ride because I think it's unlike anything else, especially with the masterpieces Empire Strikes Back and The Last Jedi. And then you also get Andor, which is a TV masterpiece. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's, you know, is, is it worth it? Yes. Is it something that I think people should give a chance? Yes. Because like I said, you know, like with Sydney with the movie, or people Lord of the Rings, or with my friend with with Star Wars. You know, I, I think sometimes people sort of go, "Well, that's not for me. It's the biggest thing in the world, but it's not for me." But it's like, no, there's there's something there. You might not like all of it, but there's definitely something there that I think is it's worthwhile because I I think I don't think anything is that big without there being something there. Yeah. Um. You mentioned the the movie picks up when Han Solo shows up, and like mm-hmm. I don't know why. So like it, you you've like you obviously know enough about Star Wars lore just as a human who walks the earth on some with around with something immensely popular. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I saw this post on Reddit that made me laugh, even having not really seen any Star Wars movie, and I just it's about Han Solo and Darth mm-hmm. Vader, and uh, I'll just read it real quick because I I thought it was hilarious. Mm. Because um, Han Solo showed up on Vader's Death Star hours after Alderaan was destroyed. On his ship, he carried Vader's son, Vader's daughter, Vader's astromech, the protocol droid Vader built as a kid, the Wookiee who saved Ahsoka's life, and literal Obi-Wan Kenobi back from the dead. Vader (laughs) must have seen him and be like, who the fuck is this in the vest? <laughs> and then it goes. Then something like a day later, he sneaks on Bomb Vader, one of the greatest pilots the galaxy has ever seen, in what is essentially a heavy modified eighteen wheeler, and shoots him in the ass. <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty solid." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, and then that's the thing. Is like when you watch that one, you're like, "Wait, how is this?" But then you go, "Oh, wait, it's just all retrofitted, right?" Like in that moment, <laughs> they're just making this movie for this moment for now, and then yeah. later on, they just go like, squeezing it, like, like. Dude, like in episode one, Anakin, a child, making the protocol droid is so dumb because he's just a, <laughs> just make him a regular robot. Be like, we found this guy in the junk and I just brought him back to life. Not literally, I just put him together from pieces from like 20 different sources. It's like, well, then right. why does he look like every other fucking robot, man? <laughs> so, dude, I hate that fucking movie. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's Andor season one. It's fantastic. Um, I'll go rattle through the, the next ones um, real quick. Okay. Um, I watched uh, Bones and All, which is like uh, it's a horror romance movie about. Two... It, it's um, did you ever see or read um Doctor Sleep? I have not. Wait, okay. Doctor Sleep is the sequel to, to the, Shining. the Shining. Yeah, yeah. I have not. Okay. So please don't okay. spoil it because I will watch yeah. that movie. <laughs> um, it was pretty great. Like, oh so, fuck! Now I gotta. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because because there's like it, it's sort of the same thing where it's like these people who are cannibals and they like um you know they they have to eat people. It's like this urge within them, within them. Um, but then it has a slight little fantastical thing where they can smell each other. So you know, at one point, this girl who's the cannibal, she's running away from home, and this guy comes up at like a bus stop, like a hundred miles from her home, and he's like, hey. You're one of me. I smelled you from like a block away when you pulled in, like that kind of thing. And you go, right? Okay, so there's like a little bit of like a fantastical element, just enough to keep it interesting. Um, but it's it was it was a good time. It was just a, it was a good time. It was interesting. It's uh, Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell play the two lovers, and it's just about them 
sort of running from home and, and coming of age as these like cannibals and sort of finding their place in the world. Um, and it was pretty solid. I think if you're a fan of, of the director's previous stuff, um, call me by your name and something else. I think check it out. Uh, Google it. I, I thought it was worth it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I can see how somebody would be turned off by it. Um, and, um, but uh, yeah, that's a bones and all. It, 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 it was you know, pretty good. I thought it was actually, it was two hours almost exactly, maybe 150 or two hours. And I thought it could have actually been like another 10 or 20 minutes longer. Like it was a movie where I was like, I like spending time with these people and I want more time with them just because um, okay. it's all very interesting. Yeah. Um, it says bones and all. And then I uh, did uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special on Disney Plus. And it's just like a nice little 40 minute Christmas. You know, you just put it on during Christmas time. No stakes. You know, simple jokes. Just a nice time with Drax and Mantis. Um, so basically it, it's, uh, you know, it's Christmas time and Peter is a little homesick, um, you know, cause he just lost Gamora and he lost Yondu. And so the, the rest of the team is like, we need to cheer him up. Let's get him a gift. And so Mantis and Drax go to, uh, earth to get, to kidnap Kevin Bacon, like the Kevin Bacon and okay. gift him to, uh, Peter Quill. Um, and that's it. It's just like a nice little, like 40 minute, like, you know, there's no, yeah, it's just it's written and directed by James Gunn. It's just he knows what this is. He's just like here, spend some time, Christmas time with your characters you like, and just have a good time. Um, and I did, and it was it was fine, right? Like I was it great? No. Was it shitty? No. Would I watch it again, like on Christmas Eve with my fam, with my brother and my family? Probably. You know, like it's um, you know, it's, it, it's fine. It's just a good Christmas time. Um. Yeah. And then I'll wrap up my part. I also watched uh, The Fablements, which is a semi-autobiographical movie by Steven Spielberg about Mm -hmm. this young kid who is super into movies and his parents get divorced. And it's like him figuring out, you know, sort of life and what art is like and what art takes from you as you're growing up and like what you need um, from your family to uh, cultivate that, that drive to make art. Um, and it was pretty good. I was expecting a little bit more from Spielberg from this one, um, but it's still interesting. I think if you're a fan of his movies, watch it. But I think if you're just like a, you know, just like a regular movie watcher, probably wouldn't um, uh, enjoy it as much. Um, but yes, that's the Fableman. I read the description of what that movie was going to be, and I mm-hmm. was just like, man, this seems like the most. What's the word I want to use here? Um, like, Self-indulgent. Maybe uh, the word I just came up with, like masturbatory, like, like you're just oh. like, uh, uh, look, look at me making movies, art, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I would, and maybe that. it's not that. And it here's the thing, he is a good director, so I assume he avoids the pitfalls of it becoming that. But I was just like, bro, like you're no, a director yeah. who loves making movies, and you're gonna make a movie about a kid who loves making movies. Like you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> And there's there's been a few of these kind of movies recently. There was um, there's this one, uh, Roma. A couple years ago was the same thing, like semi autobiographical. Last year, uh, Belfast was okay. uh, Kenneth Branagh. He like did a bunch of. Uh, he's an actor and he's a writer and he's an, you you'll recognize his face if you Google him. But he did one about his you know him growing up and actually actually won him an Oscar for best um, See, bro, play. Nah. um 
And that one was fine. I think I preferred that one a little bit more because it just, the kid in that one was fantastic. And I think that the supporting characters in that one were really, really good. Like, Sydney and I love that one. This one I think isn't quite what as good. What was his name? Uh, the, the director? Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Brana. So, I never know how to spell his fucking last name. It's Irish. So, it's Kenneth. Oh, okay. B R A N A N A G H. Yeah. Uh, he was the bad guy in Tenant. Weirdly enough. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, okay, I've seen this dude before. Don't know where yeah. I have seen him. He was in Harry Potter 2. He was... Okay, uh, he's... uh Okay, yeah, he's... uh like a He did a shit teacher. ton... Yeah, yeah, He he's like the, the fraud guy. The guy who's yeah. like... I did all these... Yeah. He's he did pony. a... Mm-hmm. He did, <laughs> he did a bunch of in the nineties. He got famous because he did a bunch of William Shakespeare adaptations. So he did oh, okay. like Henry V, and he did uh, Hamlet. But he did them like all like so. The movies are like four hours, four or five mm-hmm. hours, because he did like the whole fucking play. Um, and then nowadays he just kind of does whatever the fuck he wants. So he like he made uh, a movie Belfast about his childhood. He directed. He's he was the bad guy in Tenant, like I said, for some weird reason. He's now he's doing now he's directing the um the Agatha Christie movies like the Murder on the Orient Express and mm-hmm. Death on the Death Nile, on the Nile. With that, yeah with that with that fucking mustache the twirly mustache so he's just kind of doing whatever now it's actually kind of cool um but anyway yeah so this he's just here to have a good time at this point yeah which is kind of awesome you know he's like hey you know what I want to make a movie about my childhood and then he just wins an Oscar so that's pretty cool you know like um maybe like and then he's gonna be like I like to make a movie about Oh, he made an Artemis Fowl movie that was really shitty. So like, oh, he made that. Like, That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of like all over the place, right? He made oh, he made Thor one. He directed Thor one. I saw that. Yeah. So that's yeah. So he's just yeah, he's just doing his thing. Um, but anyway, so this, that one was a little bit better. This one was fine. And uh, so yeah, so that's you know, Andor season one, fantastic, must watch. Bones and all, pretty solid. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special fun uh glass onion fantastic watch it on netflix as soon as you can and then the fablemans which is um you know for the fans i'd say probably yeah so um the only things i have uh left to talk about is i watched a fuck ton of archer um since we've uh watched i finished all of the the odd seasons and we're back to like regular shit ish um Mm -hmm. so we had Fuck, bro. I, I, I tried to do this like a week ago and I could not think of it. But you had um the the Danger Island where he's got the eye patch and mm-hmm. all right, the my revelation on that, right, is that um bro, who Krieger in that season made me realize that like I don't think I like Krieger's character all that much. But I think Lucky Yates is the guy that would, like, he's fantastic. Because, mm-hmm. like, when Krieger's the bird, he's not doing all the weird science shit all the time. But, like, yeah. he's hilarious the whole time. Like, like the, the, mm-hmm. that whole season where he gets to just not be that one dude doing, like, yeah. super weird and, like, incriminating all the time. And he's just right. able mm-hmm. to, like, just kick jokes. It's fucking amazing. Um, there's that... Um, then you have the space one and I, I just can't remember the other one. Cause I feel like the danger Island and the other one are kind of close to being the same thing. And I'm not, um, sure. the space, uh, 
Oh my gosh. I can I can see it in my mind, but I just can't. Because Danger Island, they like... end with the idol that is just radiation. Yeah. Um, space, space Island. Space Island, or... he goes to like a wormhole, isn't it? And he like sees all the things. And I always thought that maybe that was the series finale, but then they just came back. Do you remember? Yeah. There was a fantastic joke that I remember so much from the space one where he says, he's like, look at our mixtape. And it's like them doing the cover of the Ray Shrummerd, uh Yes, bro. Thing. It... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's that's how they were gonna that's how they were getting out the word that they had illegal guns to sell <laughs> it was him and Sam. That, would, that sucks to me so much with me because it's like because they didn't um they didn't do like they could have easily done like stankonia right or like a more iconic you know cover but they went with one that was like fairly recent at that time mm-hmm. and i remember being like like who on the staff was like, we need to do race from or not even <laughs> they need to do the third one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. Um, yeah. So they were incredible. And, uh, I, I know what you think about these. Hmm. So like, it was weird because it seemed like it could, it could have been a season finale, but it had been like, an upsetting one like it would have been good but it had been upsetting because they did the whole like he starts seeing them in like regular clothes while he's in space and so oh, like right right yeah they come like without exactly. without any conclusion to that you'd be like mm. <laughs> um and what's fucked up is the next season he wakes up from his coma he's dealing with uh with them and like it ends with like basically I think it's the next season, uh, ends with, like, him basically, because they're all, you know, they all become the best version of themselves. Like, mm-hmm. Cyril's a fucking oh, yes, super yes. agent. Because they've been Lana's gone. Lana's yeah. happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, Cheryl slash Carol is, like, normal. Um, the agency's doing well. And the, the only one that hasn't changed is Pam. Um, but it ends with basically him being, like, uh, they're mad at him because he brings out the worst in everybody. And he's like, yeah. have you considered that maybe, like, you need me here so that I can do the shit that I get done and you guys can be the worst version of yourself? Because, like, you're not allowed to do that when I'm not here because you have to right. actually get shit done. Um, right. It's like um, it's like that episode. Did you watch Community? I did. You know the episode, the the one with um, where they have the different outcomes, where they roll the dice to see who's going to go yeah. down and get the pizza? And in the one where Jeff is gone, everybody's, like, super happy. And it's like, wow, like, their lives are actually better when Jeff isn't there. Yeah. And then when Troy's gone, everything goes to shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the weirdest thing is that, like, he sees in that episode, <clears throat> he sees, like, them as the space people for a second. And then Krieger, like, he sees Krieger as the bird for a second. And I'm like, hold on, what the fuck is going on? Like, so is he awake yet? And then the next season started and hasn't addressed it. And I'm like, fuck, bro. If this, if, like, maybe they were going to do something and they just decided to back off of it. But, like, I'm going to be upset if there's not any callback to that. Because it went the whole season without showing anything like that. And then for literally 10, 15 seconds... You see it like twice, and then like I, I'm like, if they never come back to that, I'm gonna be upset because why the fuck did you put that there? 
I always just took it as that he, he he saw those things in the coma and he was just like sort of like having flashbacks. He was like, oh fuck, like my mind's still all fucked up. It, it could be, but like it's weird. If that's the case, it's weird that that only happened in one exact moment. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like like it, yeah, yeah. as he's about to die. Like I don't know. Um, and it, it like you said, it it sounds like basically based on your explanation, it doesn't come back up. Um, but. Uh, I, I, either way, it, it's good again. Like it, it, I think those three seasons, like you mentioned, were a breath of fresh air, and now it's like able to just go back to um, what they really nailed before. Um, so Archer's great. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I had one other thing. Hold on. Um, I'm going. No, I'll talk about that next episode. So yeah, I think that's really it. Like I, I've been playing Call of Duty, but I mean, there's not really anything to say there. It's Call of Duty. It's I'm having a good time. Um, the battle pass is achievable in, like, a reasonable manner. Um, mm-hmm. granted, I'm not playing much else, but, like, I think there's another, like, 50 days in this battle pass season, and I'm, like, well over halfway done with it. So, um, pretty happy about that. Should be able to, to finish it and feel like I got my money's worth out of it. Um nice. But yeah, uh, yeah, every that that's all I've got going on. I really felt like there was something else. Hmm. Bro, next time we record, which is a week from today, I need mm-hmm. to show you these fucking my wife found an advent calendar for Christmas mm-hmm. and but it's just books and like there's a a, a small story. Uh-huh. I'm it's a small story, so we have a Disney one and a Disney I said Disney twice. We have a Marvel one and a Disney one. We use mm-hmm. the Disney one for Miles, so every night we read the story for that day, and then we use mm-hmm. the Marvel one for Julian, because he's in the superheroes. And fam, let me tell you, these fucking stories. The thing is, is that, I, I don't know if there's an age written on the advent calendar, but I have a book for Julian that is like Marvel five-minute story, like five-minute stories for bed, basically. Mm-hmm. And it says ages three and up. And I have noticed... At least one of the stories that are in this advent calendar is actually straight from that fucking book, and and I I mean I guess I don't know if that book is where it originated, but like that's uh-huh. it's the same story because it was like the same thing, part one, same people, everything, and I was like, they're not for fucking three year olds, bro. I don't know. <laughs> they take first of all, not five minutes, maybe five minutes if I was just reading to myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I definitely not a three year old. Not yeah. in here fucking reading internally. Bro, we read one about Captain America, and it was like, Captain America uh, was in the war, blah, 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 super soldier serum. Uh, and then, it, like, at one point, it's like, um, after the war's over or something, you know, he falls into the ice. It's like, yeah. as Captain America plunges into the icy depths, I'm like, bro, what are we talking about? Like, <laughs> like the kid's three, bro. Relax. Uh, um, you say the ocean. It, you say he plunged into the yeah, ocean. Yeah, he, he fell in the water, bro. Got it. And he like, froze. He, like he, he became a popsicle. into the icy depths. Bro, tonight was the Captain Marvel one. Bro, it was like Captain Marvel, a part of the Galactic Federation, to meet, uh, <laughs> to have council <laughs> meetings with the Kree. I'm like, this is outrageous. <laughs> he Like, he's just looking at the pictures. It's fucking awful. Uh, next episode, I'm going to bring... One of them that's especially egregious, and I'm going to read, like, one of the tiny pages. Just so you can see, like, there's no way a three-year-old could ever enjoy this in any real yes, way. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you got to bring it. I will. <laughs> um, 
My dad was I, over when we read one, and he was like laughing, like he 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 had like he had to like almost walk out of the room. He's like, "There's no fucking way. <laughs> bro." The, just for the length, right? The Disney ones are the same length as the Marvel ones, like they're equivalent mm-hmm. in length and size. Mm-hmm. We had a, one of the ones we read was turning red. It it follow. It was the whole movie. The, like it it was like obviously a fucking shortened version, but like it literally hits every event in the movie. And this tiny little fucking book. It's like, no bullshit. I think I can hit you all the bullet points that it touches. Uh, Maybay, like, kind of does her own thing. Or she follows her mom. Uh, She hits on the boy at the Dixie Mart. She turns into the Red Panda. She is in love with Fort Town and decides to, like, sell to get the tickets. She... Supposed to have the ritual the same day. She skips the ritual, goes to the thing. She fights them up. Like, all... It's literally the whole movie in this little book. And I'm like, there's no way this is a five-minute story for bed. Bro, you just explained the whole entire fucking movie. Um, it's outrageous. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring one. Uh, and it's going to be hilarious when I try and fucking read you the words from it. And you're like, there's no way. There's no way a four-year-old's like, no, I follow. Um, <laughs> galactic Federation. <laughs> kind of shit, no honestly, bullshit. Like... The words "Galactic Federation" were in that story. That is not an exaggeration. It's, it's the kind of shit that agree- you, if, if it's fucking egregious. Okay. <laughs> if you were to rewatch um, the Phantom Menace, it'd be like that. That's the kind of thing that you find in the Phantom Menace, where it's like, <laughs> "What are they talking about? Why are they talking about this? This is like a kids' movie." Right. <sighs> um, but anyways, you, but yeah, you the... speaking of, of advent calendars. Um, I got one at uh, Walmart that is, uh, they do um, K-Cups. So every morning is a different okay. K-Cup machine, which is actually pretty cool. I, I, like, every morning I wake up, I go downstairs, and I'm like, all right, let's make this coffee. And then I'm like, oh, and what flavors today? It's like different flavors and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, not, I mean, I never had one growing up. I didn't, we didn't really do advent calendars. I never had one. And so this one, I I'm like, you know what? It's an actual advent calendar that I actually, like, use right like it's not right like it's not like a you know if it was candy <laughs> yeah it's like a piece of chocolate or like you know a, a skittles you bag just go like, through oh, it in one day like fucking peter griffin Ooh, piece of candy Ooh, <laughs> right like i wouldn't i wouldn't the, this is the only one where i use it every day but i would also use it regardless right you right know? it's like yeah. yeah so that it's been a nice little thing uh but uh yeah yeah um yeah um what was i gonna say yeah edwin calendars kind of cool um okay uh next up do you want to uh talk about the world cup in qatar i um i realized when we recorded last like literally like 20 minutes after i got off i was like we just completely forgot about the biggest sporting event in the world that starts <laughs> it started literally that sunday and i was like i, I was telling the city i was like we just kind of did we just didn't it just popped up on me it was little people somebody was like yeah the, you know i gotta do this because the world cup is starting on friday i was like the world is what I thought it's nice. <laughs> Holy shit! It's November. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, have you been watching any of them, or have you like uh, yeah, seen so, like, picked up on anything? Or, or, or uh, so, what's been your like World Cup experience? I haven't watched any of the games exactly. I guess I would say, um, but I have kept up with it. There's a there's a guy at my work um, who's a big uh, soccer fan, and he he's been keeping up with it. Um, pretty pretty religiously um and we we've he he watches it on his phone like when it's slow and we have a there's a tv in the the main like showroom and they put Mm -hmm. it on there 
Um, so I've definitely caught some of it. Uh, I'm trying to think. I know, like, I know we made it out of groups and then immediately got fucking stomped. Uh, <laughs> like, um, which was, uh, I, I mean, we didn't think we were going to make it out of groups. So that's, mm. I guess, I guess that's good. Um, he's pulling for Argentina because he's a big Messi fan. Um, and he, <laughs> he's from Guatemala and he was like, yeah, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't have a chance of making it. That was never going to happen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Mexico didn't make it to the, the, out of the group stage. So I watched the games mm-hmm. and I watched the first one and they tied it and I was like, okay, well that was anticlimactic. And then they played Argentina and they lost two nothing. I was like, okay, that sucks. But then they played the third one, and they they won quote quote won the game. But then they didn't make it out because they didn't score enough goals. So it's like, well, you right, won, but like that's they needed to win by more than they won by. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, and then so overall, the experience God, what was for me the game I watched. Um, God, who did Spain just lose to? Uh, uh, Morocco. Was it Morocco? Yeah, right. Penalties and penalties. Right? Yeah, in penalties. Bro, I, here's the deal. I don't, I don't really know a whole lot about soccer, but I know that like Spain, Brazil, Argentina, maybe Portugal, like those are all like really strong like favorite. I mean, teams. Germany, and I Italy, definitely... like basically any big Italian country. Yeah. And I've never once heard a motherfucker talk about Morocco. So I, the penalties, <laughs> the penalties. Spain didn't make a single fucking one, and I'm like, dog. Penalties. Don't y'all practice this? Yeah, first of all, don't y'all practice. Secondly, like, if I'm not mistaken, and I asked my friend who's watching it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that penalties are like, you're supposed to make, like, getting a save during penalties is supposed to be huge, not getting a goal. Like, I think you're expected to score in penalties yeah. because the goal's a fucking thousand feet wide and it's one dude and they're only like fucking it looks like they're fucking 15 yards away like i don't know how you'd ever fucking block a penalty shot but spain missed the the first three and then they lost i was like what are you talking about like how how like you said practices (laughs) it's like right yeah it's like missing free throws right it's like it's like yes you're like right like you're saying like you're supposed to make them like the miss, missing them is the one that you go oh wow right like it's not it's not like making it is the wow that's incredible right right um yeah it's it, it's nuts and, and yeah my world cup experience was shitty i'm not watching it anymore i mean i watched the finale but like after mexico left i'm like i don't give a shit um <laughs> but one thing that i uh well other than well that i appreciate from the world cup which is very low given that they killed a bunch of people and it's in fucking Qatar. We don't want to talk about that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We want to keep the sponsors. Um, But uh, (laughs) But not too bad because Budweiser is a sponsor and we're just not letting them in at all. So like, we want the sponsors, (laughs) but we're really not too worried about them. But um, one thing that I appreciate about the soccer games has been the punctuality. Like, these guys fucking run a tight ship now um you know what what i mean is that so like mexico played uh, poland in their first game at 11 the game was mm-hmm. like at 11 eastern right i turned on the tv and i was like all right well it's 1101 you know kickoff will be in like five minutes like every other fucking american sport right tip right. off is at seven they end up kicking you know tipping off at like 708 right or 709 mm-hmm. right no nah. 
No, they were at minute <laughs> one at seven oh one. Like they, when they say they they tip off at at seven or at eleven, they mean that, right? And yeah. the game ended at twelve fifty eight. Like literally under two hours, they were done. And I was like, mm-hmm. wait, I, in my in my mind, just growing up here in America, it's like in my mind, soccer is this long interminable sport where people just it just goes on and on. And I'm like, wait. That's fucking football. That's college football. Like that's like, like I watched the Carolina game. It lasted four hours, right? right. I watched the fucking Cowboys game, and it goes like three ten, three fifteen if it goes into overtime or if it's close. And like these people kick off at the exact time, they play their game, and they're done under two hours. They're clo- they're shorter than college basketball games. I watched Carolina play Alabama in four overtimes, and that shit lasted four hours. Like, <laughs> so like. I don't know. I was just, I was like, I was like taken aback by how I hadn't realized that before. How, how punctual and how like they're lean. They're just like, come in for 245, 245 halves in and out. We're done. Right. No, no. I wonder, I wonder if that's applicable like across though, or if it's just like the world cup as big an event as it is, as many teams are there. It has to be like a super well-oiled machine. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like if you watch Premier League games, are they like oh, right. Do they tip off at like, the exact time, right? And like, are there a million commercial? You know, that's another thing too. Is that like, I I could be wrong. I do not feel like there's that many commercial breaks. Like, like no, there are. Like yeah, when it's I'm just watching, literally it's, just the middle, just a half. Yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking incredible. Um, Imagine watching football and there's no, you know, you just watch, you watch the pure version of the sport the whole way through, right? Same thing with college basketball. Like, yeah, there's a timeout, but like you're watching them timeout it out, right? Like, you don't have to mm-hmm. fucking watch it, it. You know, there's no such thing as a TV timeout, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I yeah, remember I, this is this is stupid. Like, this is obviously stupid, but I remember being like in high school and like. It was explained to me that, like, there are TV timeouts. And I'm like, yeah, they go to commercial during timeouts. And they're like, no, there's separate timeouts. For yeah, there's the under, I'm like, oh, like what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, I thought they called timeout when it was 11, 30, 11 minutes and 30 seconds. It's like, no, it's the under 12. And it's like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, why? It's, it, it's just like, God. That's another, that's one of the, I mean, that's one of the things where I'm always, like, worried about, like, going to watch a professional sport live, as I'm like, bro, like, I think about how many times I see a commercial, and I'm like, oh, bro, I'm gonna just be fucking, like, that all the time, but without the commercial, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna just be fucking staring at an empty fucking field court, whatever, you know what I mean? And not shit going on. Um, But with that being said, I am going to my first NBA game this Friday. Um, when the Hornets play the Knicks, so oh nice, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I mean, here's the thing: as a Knicks fan, I'm super happy to go to that game. As mm-hmm. a basketball fan, there are probably <laughs> better games to go see. Like, like uh-huh. there are going to be people I want to see more that are going to be in Charlotte. But like a Knicks fan, I'll live with it. But like the most notable players we have are fucking. Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and Jalen Brunson. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not How, a big name. Um, that's exciting. Uh, what time is the game at? Is it at 7 or 8? Or... I don't actually know off the top of my head. I took Friday off uh, just okay. because I, like, um, I'm going with Sean, and we're we're going to swing down there, probably grab dinner 
down there before we go to the game. Um, so make a, a little trip out of it. Um, but yeah, luckily, see, I had uh, my insurance is this sounds stupid, but my health insurance does this really dumb thing where like they have an app and you have to earn points on this app. But like mm-hmm. also, as you do that, they give you like store credits. And so like I I was able to get like two hundred dollars worth of like Visa gift cards with it. Mm-hmm. And so like I just used that to buy the tickets. So like we oh, got nice, pretty nice. good seats and like I didn't really have to come out of prop pocket of it. Also I imagine the Knicks Hornets game is probably not a game that a lot of people have circled on the schedule. Um <laughs> But still, I mean it's a Friday night game and you know, the Knicks you know they're not great, but they have fans, right? You're not watching, right? Yeah, the Knicks, the the Knicks are not a great team, Hornets, but they right? are a, a a storied franchise, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be awesome, dude. I'll I'll text you a place that I hear in a little bit um, that you guys got to eat at, okay, for dinner. And it's it's I might have mentioned it to you before, or maybe I mentioned it to you like not on here, but just in like and as an actual person before. But it's my I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. My favorite, mm, top three favorite restaurants, like ever, ever, like ever, like not not from like, like goodness, but but then also like just because I love going there. So every time I'm in Charlotte, every time I go, I go eat there. So like Sydney's always like, why are we? Do you want to put the name like, of it on this podcast, and we can say this podcast is sponsored by? Uh, oh, it's sponsored by Cabo Fish. It's called Cabo Fish Taco. So it's a Cabo sort of like Fish a surf, Taco. Like Bro, a this episode sponsored by Cabo Fish Taco uh, <laughs> in Charlotte. It's, it's like a southern, like a Baja California kind of surfy thing, and I think it's a it's a mini chain. So it's like you know a couple here in North Carolina, I think in Virginia, maybe Georgia. So it's like you know like like a mini chain. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we go every time, and Cindy's always like, you know, there's like other places here. There's like literally like thousands of restaurants in Charlotte. Which have, yeah. I'm sure, spectacular food. But literally every time I go, I have to stop by. So, like, for example, this past Saturday, I went for the ACC Championship. Yeah. And uh, he, I went and ate lunch there before the game, before <laughs> tailgating. Um, basically, you're, like, yeah, she, you're just, like, hey, we're going to Cabo Fish Taco. She's like, uh, don't you know there? And then you hit her with the, know your role and shut your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> It doesn't just, it, it matter just, what it, restaurants are down here. I, I always recommend it to everybody, and everybody always texts me back, and it's like, wow, that's like that was incredible. That was really great. Um, so I'll text it to you, and you guys got to go. Um, just make sure that whatever you get, you get it with the white cilantro sauce. Okay. It's, oh. I remember, so the reason I found it is because back in like 2017, um, I went with a friend for her birthday, and I had it, and I was like, these are the best fucking tacos I've ever had in my life. And so then... <laughs> Like, a year or two later, I was, like, in town, and I was like, hey, so that place we went to for your birthday, like, last year, what was it called? It was, like, a North, a Noda, North Davidson. And she was like, yeah, it's this one. And so ever since then, visiting friends, going for Panthers games, uh, you know, after COVID, we went to visit some friends. We got some, before the Billie Eilish concert, we got some, uh, before the before the Bro, Lakers you game, live, I think You live, them. like, two and a half hours away, and you're still on, like, a first-name basis with the motherfuckers at this joint. They're like, hey, the usual. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> you know it. Uh, yeah, I'll take the steak one. Um, oh, so good, dude. You got to go. But, yeah, I'll text it to you in a little bit. You got, like, you you got to go, dude. It's so good. And um, I'm trying to think of what else is in the area um, that you guys should check out. But I think that that's the primary one. And, yeah, I, I like this, the the the... the Hornet Stadium. I've only been once. I went last year. Um, and it was good. It, it's right downtown, and there's plenty of parking, and it's 
pretty easy to get in and out. So I, it's a, it's a good, um, they have a good setup, right? Bro, that's the thing I was worried the most about. Cause all right, so here's the deal. Like, all right. So downtown areas, and this is going to sound egregious when I tell you, but I'm talking even like downtown Greensboro can do it to me sometimes. Like, I'm cool. All right, so my wife, when she drives, super fucking flustered. Like, the moment we're, like, tight roads and, and people around, like, fucking mental shutdown, bro. She she can't handle it. And I'm cool on driving. Like, also, here's the thing. I am probably the most rage-filled individual I know, like, in my everyday life. No road rage. I, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll be riding with people. They'll be freaking out about, like, some dude, like... They'll say they cut them off. I'm like, bro, you had plenty of time to hit the brakes. I'm not worried about it. No rage when I drive. Like, mm-hmm. motherfuckers be cutting me off. Be like, damn, that's crazy. Just keep it pushing. But, like, the moment it's time for me to fucking park somewhere, instant, fucking zero to 100, like the goddamn Drake album, bro, I'm furious. Like, the moment I'm in a downtown spot and there's not an obvious place to park, and it's probably because I've never... I don't frequent any area downtown anywhere. And so, like, I'm just not used to the idea that, like, let's put it this way. I put the fucking restaurant on my GPS. The moment it's like, you're here, I expect to pull into a parking spot. And that's not how downtowns <laughs> work. So, like, <laughs> like, I'm instantly furious. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm here. I'm like, cool. And I'm like, I can't stop in the middle of the road. So, I got to find a fucking part. And I'm just pissed. Like, the whole time I'm driving, just... Bro, people are cutting me off. I don't care about them. I'm still just like, this fucking parking spot, bro. I can't find one. So, the fact you said parking is not terrible there makes me feel better. I'm, I'm not going to freak the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. The, the, um, the, the restaurant is not downtown, so that's nice. It's, like, sort of a, a little bit far away. But there are parking lots around it. And there's street bro, parking. Bro, this motherfucker's well, spitting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll send you that. And then, also, I'm going to go ahead and send you, as well, the... On Google, do you use Google Maps? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'll go ahead and send you the link of the parking lot that we use. So I've been, I've parked there twice. I parked there for the, the the Lakers Hornets game last year that I went to. In and out, ten minutes. And then I also mm-hmm. parked there for the Billie Eilish concert. In and out, ten minutes. Within and it's within like a five to ten minute walk from the stadium. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, dude, have have fun. Yeah, I'm 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 going later this year. Seven Lakers PM, try number two. Uh, just to just to uh, you asked earlier. I just happened to look at oh. the tickets. So it's a okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. Dinner like at five five thirty. Yep. Just, yeah, yeah. And it's super. It's a close drive from the restaurant to uh, to downtown. Although they're fucking. Ugh, I hate them. I hate Charlotte because they're like it's not downtown. It's called uptown. Ugh. Oh, get the ugh. fuck out of here, bro. Ugh. Ugh, bro. They say uptown. Get the fuck out of here. They call it care. uptown. Why? It's not downtown. It's uptown. Ugh. Anyway, um, and say, so yeah, have fun. I'm back down there at the January second. Lakers try number two. Fingers crossed, LeBron plays this time. If he doesn't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna just be big sad. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go get some Cabo fish taco afterward. That's what <laughs> drown your tears in white cilantro sauce. And the margaritas are great. I know you don't drink much, but maybe maybe Sean will like them. But they, they're they're um, they're solid, and it's yeah, yeah. You gotta you solid. gotta tweet out from the from the official different animals account a selfie. At you guys are <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to. I, I'm going to. I, <laughs> ten fuck, out right? of ten. You gotta, you gotta come in here like. Uh, with a Yelp review. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, 
God, all right, man. So I, it, I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to do a bit here in a minute after we're done. And it. I just want people going to hear this after they hear the bit. Um, so, I, but it made me think of the fact that, so Call of Duty, uh, Warzone, like the, the free to play version, it's got like vehicles in this giant battle royale map. And mm-hmm. I, I like, I have this running joke with one of my friends in that it's, first of all, the vehicles are loud as fuck, bro. You get in one, you're like turning down your headset. They're just ab- obnoxiously loud, but there's like an ATV a fu- and, and these are the names of the vehicle, right? Like, like. When you can have vehicle skins, and when you look up the vehicle, it says like ATV, UTV, like utility vehicle, pickup, yeah. sedan, hatchback. Right? That those are those are literally the names. So I'm gonna again, I'm gonna go through it. ATV, UTV, pickup truck, sedan, coupe, hatchback, GMC Hummer EV. Like it, it they <laughs> it's it's like specifically named, and it's specifically a GMC Hummer electric vehicle. <laughs> bro, I, every time, every time, like we're looking for a vehicle, I'm like, bro, I hope it gets. Oh, and the thing is, it's it's low key better than all the other vehicles because it's electric. They made it actually fucking quiet in the game. Like, like it is legit quieter, and like there's fuel in the game. I don't, I haven't looked to see if like you run out of fuel. Like, but it would be hilarious to me if because they're electric, it doesn't have like a fuel meter. But, like, every time I'm like, bro, I hope we can find a, G- a GMC Hummer EV brought to you by GMC uh, <laughs> every time we come across <laughs> one. Um, so, th- this is going to be the Cabo Fish Taco podcast brought to you by Cabo Fish Taco <laughs> in North Davidson. Um, so, but, yeah, that, that's that's where this is going. And this is this might become a running joke, bro. I might open every podcast. Depending on how good this place is, I'm going to be like, this is the Cabo Fish Taco podcast. Yeah, and if you don't like it, then you'll be like, eh, it was mid. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, do you, you don't drink coffee either, do you? I or do drink coffee. I just started okay. drinking coffee. Then I will send you a coffee shop as well that I like a lot. This motherfucker, bro. Um, I'm going to be blowing money and try on coffee and tacos and, and <laughs> probably some <laughs> shitty popcorn at the fucking Hornets game. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So I went to the really quick because I didn't want to talk about it because the game didn't go how I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, fuck it. But I went to the ACC championship this past weekend yeah. and I drank before and then I had a, a, a one of those big pint things during it. And the game was going to shit, so I was like, I'm going to keep going. And so then around the end of the third, or you know, right around halftime, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some nachos. Just some mm-hmm. nice little snack. I'd eaten dinner. I think, yeah, I had a couple slices of pizza at the tailgate. So I was like, I'm going to just get some nachos, right? And you imagine, you know, just like a little bag of Tostitos. You, you open the bag, and then you put the shitty cheese on it. It's probably not even cheese, and then you eat it, right? Like a little <laughs> snack. Right. So I'm kind of semi-drunk, and I walk up, and I'm like, I'm looking at the menu. Just semi-drunk. Yeah, I'm like, well, I got the menu, I'm like, ah. and I didn't realize that I'd gone up to like a Carolina barbecue one. I thought it was just like a regular, just normal like concession stand. And I'm like, yeah, can I have some of the nachos? Is that okay? And he goes, chicken or pork? And I was like, huh? And he goes, do you want chicken <laughs> or pork on it? And I was like, well, pork. And he goes, all right, cool. And he gives me dude this giant like platter. And like the size of like like if you put your hands together and like extend your fingers and spread them out like put yeah, like that They're like just like mm-hmm. a giant platter of nachos with a shit ton of pork and just smothered in like this white cheese. I took it. And I was gonna take it back to to like the the the, the seats, the stands, you know, just to eat there. 
Right. I'm like, oh wow. I walk over to a bench. Like I, they had little tables next to it. I sit down. I don't say a word. I just eat the whole thing. I don't check my phone. We're just like I'm like I stop halfway. I'm like I look around. I'm like okay, okay. Let's keep going, dude. It was the most delicious <laughs> nachos I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I came back and uh, my friends were like, Where, where'd you go? And I was like, oh, I just had you know, some nachos and I used the bathroom. But I was like, I, didn't like, I just had a life-changing experience. The greatest nachos ever. Oh, man. This is the Carolina barbecue uh, nacho podcast. This is, yeah, this is like something. They might have them in the Spectrum Center. So I don't, they, they might be there, but I don't know. I And the thing is, it's like, I it's it's like one of those like I don't even remember his name. It's like one of those it's like I don't even remember where where I was like the location or like what it was called. It was, I think it was called like Carolina Barbecue, but like, I don't know. But like um, yeah, it was delicious. So if they have if you see like Carolina Barbecue nachos somewhere in the Spectrum Center, be lying to them. Even though you will have just eaten tacos, you gotta try the, the nachos. This motherfucker spitting, John. We gotta go over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm excited to go to that game. Um, do you want to touch on the last thing super briefly? Yeah, just just two quick ones, just really quick before we head out. Um, so just before we head out, uh, the Cowboys are back. They're fucking Bro. back, dude. They're 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 averaging like thirty seven points per game at the time of this recording. They're fucking running like a well oiled machine. The defense is ferocious. Uh, my office is impenetrable. I mean, we're gonna eat their children. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, Praise I mean. Allah. <laughs> and the, so the reason that I am excited is because I know it will come crashing down eventually. So that's how I'm oh, enjoying. Bro, I already way. see the signs. I already see the signs, bro. I'm I'm stressed already because I've noticed that. Uh, let's see, against Indy, Minnesota, I felt like there was one other game that was like where we like destroyed the other team. I could be wrong, but like. Both of those games, we blew those fucking teams out of the water. But, like, up until halftime of both those games, it was a fucking nail-biter. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. we should Mm -hmm. be dominating these teams. Like, there's no reason we should have to be doing these big second half. You know what I mean? Like, like, we should be able to comfortably win without having a monstrous second half. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like, bro, if we play the Eagles, you know, if we start playing good teams and we get, we come out flat, like... We were only one, I think we were one point ahead at Indy at halftime, and that's Indy, yes. like, probably the worst fucking team in football. Bro, if the Eagles, if if the Eagles, if we come out flat and they're up by fucking 20, like, do I trust that we can have that huge second half and win? Like, oh, no, bro, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. fucking nervous. Nervous. <laughs> but that's, I mean, and it was close against the Lions, too. Although the Lions are, they're... Oh, that was the other one. The Lions, yeah. It's, it's yeah. they're the a Lions bit more are... respectable lately, but like still yeah. the Lions. Yeah. So um but yeah, just enjoying it for now. It'll all come <laughs> crashing down. And then the other quick thing I wanted to hit real quick is the first reactions for Avatar The Way of Water came out because they had the world premiere yesterday in London. And mm. um Yeah, they're all like really positive. Um I don't know if you've seen them, but everybody's like, you know, it looked they're all very um can I say effusive? I guess that's the word. I don't. I think the yeah. word like in in their in their in their reactions. So I'm mm-hmm. I do, at this. I'm going to go see it that Sunday that it comes out. So at this point, like my mind, I told Sydney, she's like, that's really dark way of thinking about it. But the way my thinking right now is, I just have to not die for the <laughs> next 
11 days. Like, that's all I got to do. I just have to not die so I can watch the movie, and then that's it. Like, that's all. I just got to make it. Just that's it, right? Bro, I so, can't. Oh, bro, never mind. I can't say this. I was going to say, like, I can't wait for you to, like, start having, like, random chest pains, and you're just fucking driving to the movie theater instead. Like, I got like, to watch you go to the hospital, you're like, shut the fuck up. After three hours, I went to see when I went to see the Fablemans last night. I was walking to the thing, and, it, and they had like the Dolby Vision theater, and the IMAX theater at the end of the hall was also playing mm-hmm. a movie. And so I, there was a guy like uh, preparing glasses or something, and I was like, "Well, what? That movie doesn't come out for like another two weeks. Like, what's going on?" And so I was like, "Hey, man, like, is this av-? And it said Avatar on the front. I was like, "Like, is this like the the remake or like or not the remake, the, the re-release of the first one? Like, what what are you guys yeah. doing?" And he was like, oh, it's the critic screening for The Way of Water. So The Way of Water was playing right there. And I was like, oh. I literally was like this close to being like, I just have to like wait for this guy to go piss, steal a pair of glasses, and like sneak in there and find an empty seat. There's got to be one. And I can watch the movie, man. Like, I was like, you're, you're so like how much do I have to pay you right now? <laughs> Bro, I have 40 bucks. Give me, let me in. Bro. Give me I'm your shut up. I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> but I told Sydney afterward, and she's like, no, you can't do it, because she's coming with me. She's like, you can't do that. No, we're going to go see you. you got to wait. So, I just wait. It was me. more days. <laughs> it's like, um, did you ever watch that episode of uh, South Park where Cartman, he can't wait to get the Wii, and so yeah. he freezes himself, but he, like, goes way past, he, like, freezes himself for, like, yeah. 200 years or something. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have the cables. They don't have yeah. the cables yeah. anymore to hook up to. He's like, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh. It's like that. I'm just like, I just, I got to sleep for the next 11 days. Oh, man. Bro, I have a sign. I have a sign out front. Um, it's like really weird that, like, whenever we tell my son that he's going to, like, do something in a few days, we always tell him how many sleeps it is. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, my, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that a thing that. My, my sister does that with my niece. Okay, that's weird, because I didn't know that was a thing. Like, we just kind of, I thought we came up with it ourselves. But, like, Mm -hmm. we'll tell them, like, you got two big sleeps, and then we'll, you know, if in two days we're doing something. And we found a a sign that's, like, it has a countdownable, like, right now it says 18 sleeps till Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to adjust that. But you need your fucking 11 sleeps till Avatar way on water. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been zero. It could have been zero. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I'm very excited. It could if be you, negative one at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I could already. Uh, I would give my reactions right now. Um, <laughs> if you get a chance, yeah, um, check check out the 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 reviews. Oh my god! I wish I wish you would have gotten into that fucking movie and then came on this fucking podcast and been like, yeah, I was invited to the critic screening. <laughs> well, well Sydney said that she was like, well, what do you have to do to get to those critics ones? And I was like, I think I don't think it's through like the you don't ask. Like a newspaper, right? Like I would have to go through, like, reach out to 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 Disney or yeah, to Disney, yeah, Disney, yeah, Disney owns them, and be like, "Hello, I'm you know this and this and this podcast and stuff." So I could honestly, like, if I really tried, I probably could email motherfuckers and I could get screeners and maybe like, um, what's it called, um. Like invites to those kind of movies just from this podcast. Like I'd be like, I you know this podcast, this many episodes. Here's our Twitter. Here's our Instagram. You can see us talking about it. Here's what we talk about. And uh, I doubt it would work. You gotta start flexing somehow. But yeah, but we we don't get much out of this podcast. But we need we need to start profiting (laughs) uh, via experiences. Uh, (laughs) I told um I told Sydney I I was like she was like yeah why don't you try I was like yeah I guess I could because I told her I was like years ago I went to see Avengers two I went Age of Ultron 
And I had gotten free tickets in advance through like a comic book shop that was giving them away. But when we got there, we had, we could only sit in like a few rows because the middle rows were like critic ones. And on the seat, they had like the names of the, of the places. And like, dude, like most of the places here, what is it? Like the news and observer indie week, uh, like they have a daily Tar Heel, the Chapel Hill one, and like what else? You know, like that. That's pretty much it, right? Probably got to. maybe like a small little rinky dink radio station, right? But like that's it, right? You could easily be like, oh, this is Evercaster from Different Animals. He does a podcast here in the Triangle. Like, why, what are they going to say? They have over a hundred episodes. Like, what are you going to say, right? Like, who else has hundred episodes, right? So yeah, there's no way they're betting all of them. You know what I mean? Like exactly, there's, right? There's definitely some <laughs> shitty podcasts getting let through if they have the right guy. Ever because you it, can because it the fuck. God. <laughs> exactly, dude. In in like Durham is big ish, right? But you know, Raleigh's bigger, um, Charlotte's bigger. So every city or every state has cities of that level, right? So even, you know, uh South Carolina has like Columbia and Charleston, right? So like if every city has that that many or every state has that many cities that they're just gonna give them out to, and in LA I'm sure has dozens and dozens and maybe hundreds. So they're not, like you said, they're not betting everybody. They're not going like, well, you know, Durham, North Carolina, keep an eye closed eye because we got guys who are, you know, roughly, you know, fucking the system up, right? <laughs> so that could be us. Okay, I should look into it. <laughs> it's a little too late now, but wait, what'd you say? I was like, that could be us. Oh, be us. <laughs> we, we can be like, taking advantage of the system. I saw bro. Quantum Mania two weeks early. Oh, bro, guys no, no that's shock. what I'm saying, bro. It needs to, but here's the thing we need to make it happen. But the movie we need to make it happen on is not Avatar. We need to make it happen on some real, like, low-level horse shit. Like, just, <laughs> like... You guys like, you guys aren't ready for Saw 7, man. Or Saw 17, man. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you're not ready for Saw 7. I give this shit a 2 out of 5. You're not ready because you're not going to want to fucking get ready to go to the theater. This is the Different Animals Podcast. Fuck that movie. <laughs> exactly. That's what we need to do. Um, but yeah, uh, and so that's, uh, oh man, we got to start flexing on these people, bro. We got (laughs) to make it happen. Um, fucking, uh, I just saw Avatar before it released. You do the fucking, I don't know what you call this maneuver, but the old fucking like breathe on your fucking nails and wipe them on your shirt, bro. That's you. (laughs) But you guys, you guys don't have any thoughts on Avatar 2? Well, I do. <laughs> it was me and the guy from Indie Week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. All right. But uh, anyways, that's the episode for this week, I believe. Um, if you if you want to catch me, you catch me at T-Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Evercaster92 on Instagram. And so then next week... No Avatar 2 thoughts because it hasn't come out yet. But not next episode, but the next episode, you're going to get all my thoughts about it. I'm uh, very, very excited. Um, probably the Fuck, most is that, excited... that got to be on my is that gotta be on my list for the fucking, the week that I'm off? I got to put the first Avatar, Avatar 1 and the Avatar I, Way of Water Avatar? on here? Oh, fuck, Maybe. Bro. Maybe. How am I supposed to Damn. think this all? How many more records can my records break? <laughs> I know, and, and I mean, Avatar 1 is great, and it's like one of those things, it's like, yeah, everything you said that's on your list, I'm like, yeah, you gotta watch it, <laughs> but, but I guess, yeah, I mean, well, well, I was gonna say, I was like, you can knock off, you can wait, hold off my knives out, but, you know, the conversation will be around that one, too, but this will be huge, so yeah. I would say, if you want to watch, you know, the first one, and then this one, so you can, you know, because this one's gonna make all the money, and it's gonna be pretty i think pretty big so yeah you know it's up to you but 
Yeah, dude. And except no, next episode, and, but the one after is the one where the you know. And Banshee's in a sharing because I went to watch it in a fucking movie theater and I could not find it anywhere. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's nice. uh in a week. Yeah, so by the time the next recording, it'll be out. So yeah, so yes, yes, uh, just. I would strongly suggest writing out the seven days, and <laughs> scheduling it out if possible. I I might have maximum to. efficiency. I'm, I'm, she's gonna be like, but the kids. I'm like, fuck the kids. <laughs> I got you could be like, here, movies. I'll watch. watch the kids for 42 minutes, and then you watch the kids for 42 minutes because that's the exact length of an episode of of a uh, Severance. So there you go. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I'll watch the kids. She comes into the room. I'm fucking. I've got fucking. Knives out on the TV. They're just into shit. Like one of them's sitting in the fireplace. The other one's trying to turn it on. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, my bad. Um, yeah, nah, I gotta make it happen. But uh, but yeah, and then you can catch the podcast uh, at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us Different Animals Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you in two weeks. Later, peace.